Thanks for listening to the Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Well, here we are. (laughs) It's good to see everybody. By faith. No, I'm just believing that everybody is ready for another wonderful podcast of The Last Days Podcast. And uh, here we are coming at you, and we are very close to Christmas, very close to Christmas, and my beautiful, wonderful, extraordinary wife, Katie, is sitting here next to me. It's hard to even pay attention because she's sitting here next to me. Oh, jeez. So anyway, well, uh, we're really glad that you're here. And you are listening from wherever it is that you might be listening. Maybe you're listening in your car. Maybe you're listening as you're out for a jog, maybe in your home, maybe in your kitchen. You know, if you're in your kitchen, why don't you make us something to eat? We'll be right over. (laughs) Um, So anyway, but we're really happy to be coming at you today. Yes, real privilege for us. So thankful for each one of you and just praying, you know, as you're ending the year 2023 that it's going to just going to be a wonderful time for you and just, you know, you allowing the Holy Spirit to do a wonderful work in you, but also just a time of celebration and, you know, honoring God's faithfulness to you this year. And, you know, sometimes it's actually when we go through what might seem times that we're going to, you know, really set us back or, or it's like the enemy comes in or, you know, whatever. But of course, God gives us the victory and we just go through and, those are sometimes the times actually of greatest increase in your life. And um, thank thank the Lord. His plan is for us to go from glory to glory. Absolutely. And we just, you know, we flourish in every season. We're blessed in every season. And so let's, you know, we're, we're finishing the year strong. And yet at the same time, just reflecting back on the faithfulness and the goodness of the Lord to increase us and, um, Going into 2024, this will be an amazing year, an amazing year of great increase and great blessing. I know that we're going to double this year, and I believe that as you Not grab hold by just faith. Otherwise, uh, what? Not weight-wise. Oh, gosh. That would be <laughs> terrible. It's a year of increase. Whoa. <laughs> Not that kind of increase. That is not what Great spiritual <laughs> increase is coming this <laughs> yes, year. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Doubling. And you just grab hold double, by double. faith and go, no, that, that is my portion. I am doubling at the very least. And this will be, be a, great, a great year. And, you know, I, I, I know this, that even as we're going into ending one year and going into another year, that the Lord will give you strategies and how to do that. Because, of course, the first and the most important thing is grab hold by faith. This is what... I am doing, this is what's happening in my life according to the word of God because I lay hold of the promises of God's word. But then we have to be willing, of course, to make those adjustments and changes in the natural Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit will speak to you and he'll probably introduce you to somebody new or he will give you a way of, of learning because how many of you realize that you can't keep doing the same thing in the same way and think that it will produce different results? It Mm -hmm. won't. Okay, so the Lord gives us, he makes the crooked path straight. He gives us the way he's, he's, everything is right, really at our disposal. We already have everything, but we have to lay hold my faith. We grab it, we make it our own and say, okay, Holy Spirit, each and every day, show me, give me wisdom, help me 
And a lot, a lot of times it just, we realize that there's some areas, some key areas that we have to become more disciplined in mm-hmm. and more, true. more just determined, not, not just determined, but a lot of times it, it's just being intentional about doing something a certain way. And so, very true. you know, allowing the Holy Spirit to, yes, to actually just give you eyes to, uh, to see things through faith. And we make a decision. We're going to, we're not going to let the things in the natural um, cause us to draw back, cause us to let go, cause us to grow weary, any of those things that actually keep us from walking in the fulfillment of what God has already provided for us. And a lot of times people either A, don't want to um, just institute new ways of doing things or become disciplined in ways that they know that they should. Mm-hmm. And and I have to say that it really actually doesn't take typically speaking, huge monumental changes. It's You'd be shocked. It's actually being more intentional that may only even be... Small adjustments. Yeah, yeah, smaller adjustments, really. But because of what they lead to, and it could be something as simple as, you know, you being more disciplined with your time and what you do with it. And if you literally would make just an adjustment where you had 30 more minutes to spend with the Lord and 30 more minutes to work on an area. I promise you, you'd actually see great, great strides. Yes. Think how how much time that adds. I mean, if you added a half hour a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that's, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, that's three and a half hours, right? If you do a half an hour every single day, then by the end of the week, you know, uh, the end of the seven days, mm-hmm. you know, about three and a half hours, right? You've got three and a half hours. And, and imagine if that, that we're talking about like focus time, right? So if you're learning a new skill or let's saying, let, let me just say on a practical side, which, um, you know, in, I, I'm not, I'm not a neat freak and I'm not the most organized person or anything, but I'm just going to tell you this, that as you're intentional, even about getting things in order within your personal life, it has tremendous effects. That in and of itself actually puts you on a more disciplined path and you're able to think clear. You're able to get more things done. You're, you're nat- you naturally kind of begin then putting in structure and organization in other areas of your life, okay? And it will help you and benefit you greatly. And through that, you're going to grow in some ways where actually your, your ability to lead in ways will increase substantially. And that takes you forward in a direction. And so a lot of times, you know, you, there, there's a, um, I'm losing the name of it. There's actually a great book out there that deals with, with just momentum and just deals with a continual, if you look at the results of, again, a continual upward movement Mm -hmm. where you end up with it again not a very long period of time is like huge because one one great decision or great habit propagates another one and that's just the way that it works because if you think about it just from a natural perspective and of course i know you know even with starting a new year a lot of times people you know start okay well it's it's a good time to reset let me get you know back into some healthy habits let me start some you know whatever it is go to the gym you know eat healthier whatever it is but let me just say this from now again it's easier if you actually will do things you're going to stick with okay so not not things of not unrealistic things okay i'm going to work out 3 hours a day no actually you're not not unless you're a professional athlete you're not going to be you don't have time to do those kind of things but 
you may you you should or be able to have time to you know three times a week take a, a 20 or 30 minute walk or something but see what's happened is as you start doing those things that then naturally you have a desire like well I'm not gonna I'm actually tonight I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have that piece of dessert like I always do why because I've just gone through a walk and I was like man I'm gonna make this this count I'm not I'm gonna cut back on the sugar, whatever. And, and the next thing you know, that of course leads to very positive change, even without, within a short amount of time. Now, of course, that's just a natural example. That's not even the most important changes in your life, but they'll lead you into other areas that will also be very beneficial to you. Mm -hmm, Very true. And so, you know, a lot of times I feel like Christians are only, not only, mainly just spiritual minded, which we are first and foremost a spirit. It's the most important thing in our life. But what happens sometimes, I, I feel like, is they actually disqualify themselves because they address the spiritual aspect of their life, but the other two-thirds dealing with your soul, your mind, your emotions. So in other words, the what you think on, the way that you think, the patterns of your mind, um, whether you even do anything because you're like, oh, I just feel so down today and nobody accepts me and nobody likes me. Understand that's all rooted in your in the, in the soulish part of you. Mm-hmm. So people back off and they don't even do things for the Lord because that area of their life is not healthy and their spirit does not reign over their soulish area. Well. So they're held back in that way, mm-hmm. right? And then of course the other part of us is physically. We have to take care of our physical body. Otherwise, you know, you can have great dreams and the Lord even call you to go around the world. But if your physical body is in terrible shape, you you actually don't have a way to be able to do that. And so, you know, um, it's important that in every area we're asking the Lord, how, what do I need to do? What adjustments do I need to make? And I promise you the Holy Spirit, he'll start with stuff that sometimes you think, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, okay, I'll see if I get around to that. Tomorrow, manana. Manana. And the next thing you know, three months, six months, next year rolls around and you've made no, no change. And you're still the big mess. So, wow, yeah. didn't intend to say all that or no, get but into it's any good. of that, but... But these are the things actually that keep us increasing. And the Lord has, he absolutely, the God, God is a God of increase. You Amen. see that through the whole word of God. He is never, in decrease is not even a part of him. It literally is found nowhere in him. So understand that he has a way for us to increase. A lot of times though, we, we don't want to make the adjustments. And I've been there many times. So I'm not saying things that... I don't understand or I don't get, but I am hopefully <laughs> saying things that you can take and you can apply in your life so that you can step in and walk even in a greater way what God has for you. God desires actually that we be more blessed than we're even even we what we desire for ourselves. Why? Because his thoughts and his ways are above ours. They exceed what we can even imagine. His greatness so far exceeds what we could even imagine he would be to us. And right. so that's the realm. But of course, as as we make adjustments and as we are able to allow him to do a, a new work in us, then we're able to receive in a greater way than we've ever been able to before. Absolutely. That's all very true. Very good. You have a you have a goal and you have to you have to meet it, but you have to start heading in a direction. You gotta in any place that you're going to go, you have to chart a course. Mm-hmm. Even if you're going out for a walk or a jog, you you've got to have a have a plan. You know this is 
the amount of time I have, this is where I'm going to go. If you're going on a trip, if you're living a life, you need to chart a course. <clears throat> you need to understand these are the things that are ahead of you, and you've got to get prepared for what is ahead of you. you as, you're, as you're listening to this podcast, we are one week away from Christmas. One week exactly away from Christmas. Wow. Are you prepared for it? <laughs> Are you prepared for Christmas? Yeah, I never okay. feel prepared for Christmas. Yeah, you got, and so right now, people are kind of like who have not prepared are starting to go into panic mode right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we've got family coming in. We have oh. all of this that needs to happen. Uh, there's still Christmas parties all of this week. Um, things that are happening at the church and, and, uh, you know, I've got to, I've got to think about the Christmas meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got gifts to buy, presents to wrap, um, things that have to be done. Um, and I'm sure probably everybody that is listening here, you've had those times where you've gotten to a certain place and you realize, oh, crud. I'm going to have to do something different because I'm not, I'm not real prepared. Um, what my wife was just talking about here is very vital, actually, for, for our entire lives. Because if you want to accomplish great things, you have to see where you are right now. And you have to, you have to take an honest look at can you achieve what you desire before you die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a thought. Um, and yeah. I'm not trying to be morbid or anything like this, but some people that are listening to the podcast have less time to live than others. And, and you know, and you have to, you have to think soberly. Well, you know, what, am I, what am I going to do with the days, months, years that I have left and can I accomplish the goals that I have in my life, whether that's family goals, financial goals, spiritual goals, things that, that determine um, so much in your life. And you have to look back and, and, and say, how have I, have I wasted time? Have I wasted time? And have I made the most of it? Mm-hmm. As we come to the end of the year, a lot of people start thinking about this. They, they go through, they do a review of the year. Wow, we've come to the end of the year. And if you're like me, this, this year, 2023, has like screamed past. Mm-hmm. It has been so fast. It's just right. like, I, don't, I, I really don't even understand how it seems that time has increased at, at such a speed. Mm-hmm. But... It seems like as the years go by, the faster they get. Mm-hmm. And some days can be seen very long. I know what that's like. Right. Um, some weeks seem to drag by, but but when you get into the the time of a year, it's just like, wow, where 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 have all the days gone? Where's the months gone? And as we're coming to the end of this year, like my wife was talking about. Let's do an honest assessment. Have we been a good steward of our days? Have we, have we really, are we where we want to be at the end of 2023? Mm-hmm. When you started this year, did you have some goals? 
And have you achieved those goals? I'm not just talking about um, New Year's resolutions, resolutions mm-hmm. um, because you mentioned that. Right. And most of the time, those are made so that you can fail. Um, yeah, people just because have these, like, they're, they're either crazy, too, unattainable yeah, stuff. Yeah, very unrealistic. Or there's not a pattern put in place or a discipline of schedule that is put in place that can be kept up realistically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, you know, a lot of times it's better to actually do smaller increments of time or commitment or because it's just, you know, if there's not allowed some flexibilities because we all have unexpected changes, right? Sure. Then how can you keep up with something? How can you actually, it's actually unattainable, but you know, a lot of people either a, they try to take on, they try to make such a massive change. Now, let me just say this. It's different if you're doing something that the Lord has spoken to you and you have a word on it. Okay. That's different. Then if you are just doing something in the natural on your own, yes, on mm-hmm. your own, which, which is great. You need to, and being a steward, there's going to be things that you just both. recognize. Yeah, this is, this is my responsibility and this is what I need to do. Right. But what I'm saying is that if it's something that you on your own, just, it's just like this huge, massive change. It's not very likely that you can maintain that right. for months on end. Right. And then people get discouraged. Right. And then just totally an, and give up. Forget it. And yeah. almost do they not just, they, go, they backwards, go backwards. Yes, and so do. it's like worse. Like you shouldn't have ever even, you know, started that. It's kind of like, you know, if you, if you're like um, dieting or whatever, and you're like, so it's so super strict that for, you know, you see no hope in sight, like for the rest of your life, you're never going to even have a a dessert or anything, you know, then it's like the person they'll, they, they'll do, give me the whole do, cheesecake. Yes, exactly. They'll do okay for a little bit. And then, you know, through, you know, of course, you know, temptation or whatever. And, and I can say this cause I, you know, I, I enjoy dessert, but, but anyway, she doesn't eat the whole so. cheesecake because I take it away from her. No, <laughs> yeah. yes, please do that. Give me that. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, then you, you're like, well, I mean, I've already had one cookie, so I might as well have two. And then your flesh, you know, is a pig. And so you're, you, it wants you to eat the whole box of cookies. And you're like, well, all right, I've already blown the diet. I might as well just eat, you know, half a box. Well, it's too late now. I might as well just eat the whole one and start all over again later. But, you know, it's like you've set yourself so far back. You know, it would be better just actually to just have a little bit, you know, every few days or something like that and, and stick with an overall plan. Anyway, That's this funny. podcast, we never ever intended to be like it sounds like we're like on some like you know i don't know i don't know what it sounds like but uh, yeah I, we're on this like it. this health health advice but show it's and funny you talk about that because totally not but it relates to other areas i walked God. into the <laughs> i walked into the bible college uh, i was teaching a first year class to smoky mountain bible college and i, I walked in on tuesday and was getting ready to begin the class and all the students were talking about crumble cookies oh and geez. How long does it take you to eat a crumble cookie? Oh, that's funny. And and so it was all kinds of different answers. And then I was starting to think about it myself. I was like, well, it might depend upon the cookie itself. It because I've had it some does. cookies at crumble cookies that takes me like four days to eat the whole thing. I'm sure. It's like super rich. They're so and, rich. Yeah. But then yeah. there's one, one person in the class said, no, I could eat like three of them. No. In one day. And oh, like, my how, how can you do that? <gasps> And it's like, oh, wow. 
skinny little person. <laughs> and I was like, you will not remain that way very long if you keep doing those things. But but Man, the thing is. All is that, that sugar in your body. Oh, mouth. I know. It's like crazy. I, I, I just, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't be good. I'd have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> your immune system shuts down suddenly. But you Blood have to. Too. Even like with what you're talking about, weight goals or let's say financial goals, mm-hmm. because people have to have financial goals also, right. and and you have to you have to you, you mentioned the word discipline. Mm-hmm. People hate discipline. I know. I mean, myself included. But I mean, it's it's. But I love the fruit. We the love discipline the fruit produces. of it. We like seeing so a person that is disciplined. On. Yeah. And so, why? Let me ask you this. If we like to see the fruit of a disciplined life, mm-hmm. why is it like a kick now to not discipline kids? Well, it seems to like go go in in trends, you know, like the the extremes of stuff. Yeah, and we're in one of those now. But it's because it, so much of our society is focused on feelings and actually the now, right now, and and the, and the. The feeling, like I don't want my, I don't want the kid to feel bad. I don't want them to feel I don't love them. I don't accept them. You know, it, a lot of that is just, it's just based based on that. And then we have an indoctrination from our society, like Instead it of works an education, over time. We have an indoctrination. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. And so, and of course, you know, pretty much. I mean, you could pretty much pick most subjects, right? And you're going to have an extreme. You get a, get an extreme on on pretty much anything. And, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that we're just constantly swinging from one side to the other side or whatever. But that's kind of what actually indoctrination in the culture really actually produces, which is not godly. Like, like the Lord has, has a beautiful straight path actually for us that, and we have the boundaries of the word of God. And then of course the, what the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And it actually, we're not over in ditches then in extremes. We're just like right in the center of everything that he Mm -hmm. has for us. And that's where the safety, the protection, the blessing, all of, all the, the increase, the security, the, the wonderful joy and peace and everything is found in that. And of course, you know, um, like, you know, you, you brought out recently about, you know, how James said the double-minded man is unstable, unstable in all of his ways. ways. And I would just say that whether it's media, different areas of, you know, um, of course, um, news and, and radio media that way, but social media and just even indoctrination of college, everything is, is, is basically to keep people off of the center path, you know, keep it, keep totally everything so. unstable, People changing. Distracted. Yes. Like, Oh, now this. And then now, no, no, no. Now this is the trend. Now, you know, a very un, um, no stability, no predictability. Um, and then you, then you bring in someone where, especially like they really, because this is a, a, another hugely common thing these days, how people, even their mental state is not, stable whatsoever right they 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 suffer from you know anxiety and all these things that jesus actually paid the price for but until you learn how to take authority over the devil because he works in the realm of reason in the mind and you and you learn how to address that area in your life then again you're you're never going to just be a stable type person and the lord does not does not ha- he would never have us to be like trying to 
be second guessing ourselves, second guessing him, trying to be like, you know, full of like fear and turning every which way and, and, you know, nothing stable in our life. That is so not what the Lord has for us. Absolutely. And if you're, you're thinking that you were distracted and you did not hear me talk about James, because my wife just said you were talking about it, that was before the broadcast, before the podcast. Yeah, I said you referenced recently. Oh, did you? Okay. But, but the thing is, it does say in James, and it's in, in Chapter one in verse eight it says, "A double-minded man is unstable in all his in all his ways," and and that's what that's what we're referring to because a lot of people they're just back and forth, and they don't they don't stick with a path, they don't stick with a regimen, they don't have a disciplined um, way of living life, they don't have a disciplined way of of faith. A walk of faith. Right, and right. sometimes people think, okay, if you walk by faith, you're flying by the seat of your pants. I want to tell you, that uh, is the most incorrect statement right. and thought ever. I want to tell you, the life of faith is very disciplined. The life of faith is like the most disciplined life you can live. And it helps you be prepared for all of life if you will walk by faith, because you're walking according to the ways of God, because you can't please God without faith. And so if you want to please God, the only way to please God walking by faith is walking according to his ways. If you walk according to his ways, that means you have to know his word. If you know his word, then you find out about his character. And if you know the character of God, then you have a complete understanding of what he wants in your life, because you are to be like him. And so when you walk in the ways of God and you please him, you're going to find out that your life actually, there is a very clear path for you to walk down. And you know what the boundaries are. You know, well, I I don't go over in that area. I don't go over in that area because those things don't pertain under the plan of God or the will of God for my life. And I don't want to deviate from the course that God has for me. Because I have a certain amount of time in my life. My life, I don't have just all the time in the world. I have at the max 120 years in this fleshly body that I'm living in. It's not, this is not the end of my life. When I die, I don't, I don't, my life does not end. Actually, the biggest part of it begins. And, and our life uh, that we live here on this earth, this is just actually seeing how we spend the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Because depending upon how you live, the 60 to 120 years here determines how the rest of your life, which is eternity, which is forever, how you actually spend the rest of your life. This is just dress rehearsal. It's pre-K. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's nothing. And yet we have this mindset that this is this life is everything. And it's actually not. This is a determining factor of whether you know how to live or not. And whether you will live by faith, whether you'll follow the plan that God has for your life, and later you can rule as, 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 a, as a king and, and with, with him and throughout all eternity. But most people just live their lives very spuriously and and just kind of just go from one thing to another they don't know how to walk in faith they 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 
doubt whether God's word is really for them or is, is really going to work. It says that person is, is like the wave of the sea in verse 6 of James 1. They're like the wave of the sea. They're, they're tossed by the wind. And so whatever kind of, of weather pattern there might be uh, emotionally in the soulless realm, they kind, of, they kind of go in that direction. They're kind of like a kite and just kind of blowing all over the place. Yes. Yeah. And and you knew nothing really can can happen. You don't know which way. I mean, you you can't be a gambling person. You can't gamble on a kite. <laughs> which which way is it going to blow? I don't know. Um and that's the way a lot of people's lives are, even Christians. And you have yeah. no idea what's going to happen from one week to another. I mean, there's some people that I have no idea when they walk into church on Sunday morning what it is going to be like them with them right, that's because true. they're up down sideways upside down a lot of the time <laughs> yeah um and it's because they don't have a pattern of living and right. they're not prepared for life with the word of god and you know the enemy throws them a curveball maybe they've got something you know that comes against them family wise financially um uh, physically and and they don't know what to do all of a sudden they are sent they are scrambling. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. My whole everything just got turned upside down because this happened or that happened and everything. And and my question would be, why are you not prepared for this? Why why does this come to you and like startle you that this that this happened? I mean, the word of God says that in this world, John 16, 33, you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And you might say, well, why can I, should I be of good cheer? He overcame the world. That's Jesus talking. And so just because he did, um, I'm, I got my own life living right now. But the thing is, is that we should, because of what he made available to us, we should see the pattern of life that he lived and make a decision that we're going to live life according to that pattern. He lived his life according to the word that came to him from the Father. I don't do anything except what I see the Father do. I don't say anything except what I hear the Father say. But we don't, as a mo- for the most part, we, as Christians, we just say whatever we want to say. We do whatever we want to mm. do, and mm. we don't. There's not really a pattern of living for our lives. And so, when something gets thrown at us, we scramble mm-hmm. because we're not prepared for what we say is the unexpected. I want to tell you, expect this. Trials and tribulations are going to come to you. Mm-hmm. That's, not a, that's not a bad prophetic word. It's that in the world, you're going to have tribulations. Right. Trials and tribulations come to everybody. You're going to get tested. You're going to get tried. You're going to have temptations. Mm-hmm. Things are going to come to you unprepared. Uh, I mean, unexpected as far as you don't know when it might happen or anything like that. Um, you'll have a time when sickness will try to come upon your body. Mm-hmm. You'll have a time when when uh, a financial uh, hardship tries to settle in. Right. You'll have times where you know in in relationships you're thrown curveballs. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't know what to do because I, I wasn't expecting this to happen. Right. Um. And but this is life, and you have to understand that the Word of God prepares us for every area of life. And let's just take this area of what I mentioned of sickness. And a lot of times people are are really very, very unprepared for when sickness tries to come against them. They get a report from their body 
you're sick. Mm-hmm. And, or they go to the doctor and a test result comes. I'm going in for my yearly exam, whatever it is. Annual checkup. Annual checkup. And the doctor, you know, does, uh, you know, the report and everything like that. Says, you know, I've got some concerns here. I think you need to go talk with this person here. Here's a referral. Go talk with this doctor. And, um, and I'll send, you know, my information along to them. And you're like, hey, I wonder what they're concerned about. You go to this doctor and everything like this. And all of a sudden they come back and say, oh, you know, you've got stage three cancer. You're like, oh, my gosh. What in the world? Oh, and, and you begin to fall apart. And, or even if it's, if it's any stage whatsoever mm-hmm. and, um, and, and you're, you, so you've got, you've got this report and all of a sudden your, your whole world is like shrinking and you're thinking, oh, I had all this time and, and, and now, you know, how much time do I have left? Some people get sick. They get very sick yeah. and, um, they think, well, what am I going to do? And, and uh, you know I, I'm un, I'm unprepared for for what is to come, and so I've got to I've got to do something real quick to try to get on top of things, and um, what you know I, I'm scrambling I, I'm going all over the place. Well, you should have known that you were going to get tested, you were going to get tempted, you were going to ha- have some sort of a tribulation that you were going to face. Are you prepared in advance for something that's getting ready to come to you? Mm-hmm. And you can say, well, how in the world do you prepare for, for something in advance? You get the word in you. And a lot of times Christians fail to be able to stand against an attack of the enemy because they haven't already put the word inside of them. It's like when, when an attack with sickness or disease comes on them, they don't know the word. They haven't been um, building themselves up in the word or anything like that. And they don't even start speaking to their own, speaking the word of God to their own body until they're told, you know, hey, you've got, well, let's just say that. Terminal. You, yeah. You, you've got a terminal disease or, you know, you've got some terrible sickness whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And, and then they like, Oh my gosh, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm so discouraged. Um, uh, and, and I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I've got this attack going on and they don't start fighting with life or for their life until the enemy's like on top of them, slugging them in the face with everything he's got. Right. you, you have the potential of losing then. Mm-hmm. But if you would prepare now and you would start speaking the word to your body, speak the word to your mind, speak the word to your marriage, mm-hmm. speak the word to your business, begin to set a path of success, begin to set a path of health with the word of God in accordance with whatever area of your life, every area of your life, actually, Mm -hmm. so that you can prosper in that area. God's desire is for every area of your life to prosper. Right, absolutely. Not just recover from an attack. Right. You know, in John um, 16, 
um, 32. I'm going to read verses 32 and 33. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic, and this is Jesus. He's speaking here. And he says again, John 16, 32, but take notice the hour is coming and it is arrived when you will all be dispersed and scattered every man to his own home, Mm -hmm. leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone because the father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence in the world. You have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. Now, notice this is Jesus telling us this. You know, sometimes Christians, like if you even say or acknowledge anything that is happening or whatever, they think by you just saying that you're not speaking in faith and you're causing it to happen. Mm-hmm. This was Jesus, okay? Obviously, we, we would never say or think, hopefully you wouldn't, that Jesus wasn't in faith, okay? This is the, the Son of God, the sinless speaking man, right? Truth. Okay, and he's just telling you why. So that when you encounter things in the world, you don't think God hates me, I'm not saved, I'm not spiritual, I I you know, I just have no faith. No, he he said, but you have to. And again, this is not where we stay at. You've got to read the whole verse and have the revelation of where you're seated, where your position is. Yes. Okay? But so, but it doesn't do any good. You can't be in faith when you're ignoring things. Okay. Faith now, doesn't ignore stuff. Yeah. Let me just say, let me clarify a bit because sometimes people think, well, you know, I mean, I'm not speaking, ignoring simply from you realize exactly where things are at, but you choose instead to speak the word of God, pay attention to that. And that's your final authority. Yes, that's exactly correct. What I'm saying though, is sometimes people, they're not actually in faith. They're in denial of what's even happening, Mm -hmm. but they're not actually having even stepped over in faith. Okay. So notice Jesus said in the world, this is what the world offers you. Okay. So again, you'll have Christians that they think they're because they're saved because they've been born again or even filled with the spirit, they're never going to have a trial or a tribulation or a challenge or anything like that. And so then when they th- when they actually do have one, because Jesus said, this is what, this is all the world can offer you. See, a lot of Christians, they also are like half in the world, half, you know, w- trying to be, you know, with God. It doesn't actually work like that. If he's Lord and Savior, he has all of you, not just right. your heart, not just your spiritual life, actually all of you. Why? Because that's what, if he's Lord, you're slave. That's how it works. And so that he is saying here, this is the only thing the world can offer you. Do you realize that? In the world, you have tribulation, trial, distress, and frustration. That's why we don't go to the world for anything or let it even be a part of us. That's right. It says, but be of good cheer. In the Amplified, that explains this. Take courage. Okay, don't be scared. Be confident. Okay, so it's not even just like, okay, I'm not gonna allow fear, but I'm just gonna sit here and do nothing and I don't know that I have anything to, to back me up. No, he's saying be confident. There, there's a great strength and actually a great peace and security and everything that comes when you put your confidence in the word of God. You can be fully confident. Why? Because it's we don't live and have our being in and of ourselves. It's in him. In him, we live, we move, and we have our being. So there comes this great confidence. It says, take courage, be confident, certain, and undaunted. Undaunted yeah. is because we're not paying attention. To, yeah, we understand that's what the world offers. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not of this world. That's not my portion. That's not where I'm going. I'm one of victory. He says, for I, excuse me, this is Jesus saying this again. Remember, 
verse 33 here of John 16, he says, for I have overcome the world. Not I'm going to, not if you pray hard enough, you will. No, he said, I have already done that for you. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.